Welcome to the Real Estate Sessions and join industry leaders as they share their stories and offer tips and advice to real estate professionals. Now your host, Bill Rissa of Chicago Title, Arizona. Hi, and thanks for finding us here in our little corner of the internet where we're hiding out with the Real Estate Sessions. And this week, we're very excited. Uh, We have got Jason and Kayla Leos, JK Realty, here for Episode 6. Now, I've worked with the team at JK Realty for a few years now. Jason and Kayla are absolutely dynamic leaders. Their enthusiasm for the business and their agents is contagious. Um, they've adjusted you know, very well to the change in marketing conditions here, market conditions here in the Phoenix market. They recently relocated their operation to the fifth floor of the Rome Towers in Gilbert, or as they like to call it, the penthouse. It is uh, worth stopping by just to see the space. If you're in the Phoenix area, come down here and just check this thing out. It's awesome. It's modern. It's hip. I like to call it an incubator. Uh, it's just really well done. And Jason and Kayla, welcome to the Real Estate Sessions. Thanks Thank for having us, Bill. Bill. I Excellent. like to find out where people got started. How do you even decide you're going to be in real estate and maybe what you did before? So let's start at the beginning. You know, what, what led the two of you into real estate? Did you come in together? Were you not together at the time? How did yes. all that work? Yes, you did come in together. Excellent. That's right. We got licensed yeah. on the same day. Well, so, so, so you went to school at the same time, real estate school at the same time, did the whole thing? We started independently, but we got licensed the same day. Okay. Yep. And what did you do something before you were in real estate? We did. We did. We were, before we were in real estate, we were living in Germany, and Jason was in the service and was getting out. And so we we knew we wanted to do something together. Yes. And it was really important for us to, to do something together. Yeah. We love being together. We're like... Codependent. <laughs> nothing, wrong, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, we, we love to do, we love being together, and I think in, in Germany, we really discovered that about our relationship, and we really discovered that we were good at um, solving problems and overcoming obstacles. And we watched an infomercial, believe it or not. Yeah. Wow. Carlton Sheets. Anyone remember yeah. Carlton Sheets? I do know that name. Late at night, right? Late at night infomercial. Yep. We watched that, and we were just on fire over real estate. We thought it was a great opportunity to just do something together and really build a future. Yeah, awesome. So, so you you see this and you're ready to move forward. How does that how does that happen? You did you you get out of the service when you get back? Actually, Kayla left and um, started real estate school while I was, I was still in Germany for a couple okay. months. And uh, and then yeah, I got out of the I got out of the service and. And went to real estate school. So you're back here now. In do are you from Phoenix or what brought you to this part of the country? So you're yes, both from Phoenix, okay? Yeah. So you decide to become a realtor. Where'd you start? Where was your first place? Century Twenty One, Arizona Foothills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually nice. we actually called the broker while we were in Germany, and it's funny because she tells the story today, and it's like when she talked to us, she's like, "Yeah, those people aren't going to call you back there in Germany." Like, <laughs> really? Right. But you did. We did. So you ended up in Arizona Foothills. How long were you there? We were there for three years. And was it always the plan to have your own company? No, not always. In hmm. fact, as we started real estate, you know, it, it wasn't the plan. We were just loving what we did. And as we grew, we wanted to open an office and, and start a team, but the owner of the company didn't allow it. So... You know, we were faced with the decision: do we stay there and continue, or do we branch out on our own? Did so, that lead to the formation of JK Realty that early in the game after three years? Yes. Wow. So, 
Uh, Kayla, you're the designated broker. Did you get your license, uh, your designated broker license just to start that new company? You knew you were going to do that? Yes. Okay. No. Good. Talk about that whole process. I mean, what is it? What, what, what was the biggest challenge? Was it telling the other broker you were leaving? Oh, that was a challenge because our broker was amazing. Uh, she really just believed in us. We were two young kids that just didn't didn't know anything about anything really. At 22 and 24. Wow. She believed in us and just made us feel like we could do anything we wanted to do. So she was awesome. So then you decide to, uh, to, to create your own company and... Was it just the two of you at the very beginning? Yeah. Yes. How long before you hired your first uh, agent or your first employee? My mom. Yeah, my mom was our first agent, and she's still an agent with us <laughs> to this day. Right. I, just, I, I talk to Lynn a lot. That's, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell me about uh, you know just kind of the philosophy behind JK Realty. You have qu quite a unique brokerage here, so let's talk about that for a little bit. What's your someone asked you to give me that 30-second elevator pitch on JK, what is it? I think it's all about culture. Um, you know, when we started real estate uh, at Century 21, it was it was amazing. The, the culture, the, the people, um, they had abundant mindsets. They were sharing. Their, they contributed to, to our success. Uh, everyone was very helpful. So... When we started JK Realty, we really wanted to, to carry that forward and have an amazing culture of agents that, that cared about each other and really cared about each other's success. So that's from day one. That was kind of the philosophy carrying over from your, from your first gig. So that's, that's interesting. I think, um, well, obviously it's visible today. I spent a lot of time here at JK. It's fun to see that. It's fun to be in the Facebook group and see the um, what you do here. It's very cool. The culture is amazing. So... There had to be that you started what year? JK Realty started in what year? 2007. 2007. Kind of an interesting time. Interesting <laughs> yeah. time of transition yeah, in the industry. Let's talk about that for a second then. So, uh, 2007 comes. I know personally myself, it was August of 2006 when things got really different in the title world. So, I'm assuming you felt it about that same time. You knew it was coming. How did you make the adjustment to kind of survive and make that work? It was definitely an adjustment. Yeah. For sure. I think we've always prided ourselves on being able to adapt quickly. And so we knew that there were still deals going on. We just needed to get in on that side of the business. So at the time it was short sales and then of course the state-owned inventory. So we really just focused on growing our strengths in that capacity. Did you use mentors or coaches? I mean, is there something that you kind of to help you with that part of it, or was that really just kind of bootstrapping it, getting down and dirty and making it work? How did that part happen? Yeah, well, I mean, we, we interviewed a lot of different people um, that were that were doing REO, and um, we went to a lot of the conventions, uh, the fall of the conventions, and uh, yeah, we just we just learned it. Yeah, there's, no, there's really no other way to yeah. get in and make it happen. Yeah, actually, I think that we didn't know much about it, which was a benefit to us. Had we known what we were getting ourselves into, maybe we would have been yeah. a little <laughs> and, we're, and we're talking about, you You still have a HUD account, correct? Correct. Here in Phoenix. Is it for the entire Phoenix area? Yes, it is. So um, I, I, I'm always intrigued by that because I've seen, been in a lot of different office meetings where the agents are trying, are being taught 
how to go to the HUD site and how to use the HUD site to yes. put an offer in, yes. right? Uh -huh. So it's always been a bit of a process. Let's talk about that for a second. Explain to me the challenges that come with that account. It's got to be a little challenging, especially when you're first starting. It is. There is a learning curve for sure. And the process is so much different than it would be if you were buying a home using a conventional purchase contract. So HUD does everything with bids. It's all online. They have a certain set of, of rules you have to follow. And so what we do is we just, we're just the resource for the agents. If they have questions about submitting the bid, even if it's 11 o'clock at night, they can text me, call me, I'll help them through it. And uh, I think that the biggest thing is just being there for people when they need your help. What, what percentage of business through the HUD deal is owner-occupied versus investor? I always wonder that because they have differing timelines, right? Yeah. Like investors have to wait, let you have to kind of let the owner-occupied have first crack. That's correct. And then the investors can come in. That is correct. And do you do you know, I'm, maybe I'm putting you on the spot, do you know is there like a breakdown of how that works out? Is it 50-50? Is it mostly owner-occupied yeah. buying so HUD homes? The end result of owner-occupant purchases, is that what you're asking? Yeah. Many, yeah. I think that we are about 50-50 on the owner-occupant versus the investor purchases. Okay. And HUD does, you know, they do have an initiative to increase the owner-occupancy rate. It's just difficult when the homes aren't move-in ready and aren't available to all financing options. Obviously, we're going to lose a lot of the owner-occupant uh, buyer. And do you, do you hear something from HUD about maybe trying to change that, about becoming a little more... Um, you know, user-friendly for the owner-occupant, or are they just kind of set in their ways? No, they absolutely want to increase the owner-occupancy rates, and okay. it's an initiative that we are trying, just making sure with the field services that the homes are you know, better conditioned and presentable and clean so that they do appeal to the owner-occupants. Okay. Gotcha. Let's talk about technology for a minute. I'm sitting in a space that has nothing but IMAX and and uh, screens, and uh, it's an amazing place. So technology is a really important piece of the puzzle for JK Realty, right? Absolutely. So let's uh, tell me about some of the things you're doing with technology that are a little bit different. Well, I think that our decision to only have Apple and IMAX in the office was uh, definitely defining. And um, I love PCs, don't get me wrong, but I think that the Macs just bring bring out a lot of creativity within our group and also just connectivity. I can literally go to any computer and pull up my text messages, my voicemails. I can answer a call on any computer in the office. And just having that uh, seamless connection between my phone and my computer has been amazing. Yeah. And a little bit of learning curve, I'm sure, with the staff. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yes, right. always. Yeah. We're still learning. We're getting there, right? Yeah. Um, Talk about, I think you're, uh, you're, you use conversion in this office. is a back engine, kind of a CRM lead gen tool. Talk about that a little bit. Well, it's a powerful lead generating system. It's, um, I don't even know where to, where to start on it, but uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of internet-driven consumers that are out there that, that want to see things now, and um, the conversion websites are just very uh, very consumer consumer friendly um, you were in this we're in the Rome Towers in Gilbert and you were on the third floor for a number of years in beautiful space very nice you decided to make a big change and you're now in on the fifth floor the top floor uh, there's more floor-to-ceiling glass than I've ever seen in a real estate space and it's just a, a beautiful 
beautiful place to come to work. It's visionary. Who's, who's, whose vision was this? I'm going to put you both on the spot. Whose vision am I looking at? You can't say it was both of us together. Somebody had to be the one. I think it was Kate Wilson. Yeah. She, yeah, you love the views. We actually built a house um, in Mesa eight years ago. And was it eight years ago? Yeah, eight years ago. And it had amazing views. And we just um, we really enjoyed it. So we wanted to bring that sort of visionary experience to an office. Uh, we had a lot of masterminds at that house, I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Designing the space, kind of, laying mm -hmm. it out? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think that we love to think big, and for us, just being able to look out over the valley is, is awesome. It just feels really cool. Now, did you, was there any, I can't imagine, was there any pushback at all from anybody about the move? Did oh, some people, I'm just curious. For sure, yeah. We. Our architect was telling us from the get-go to prepare our people <laughs> because it's loud and there are no private offices and it's open. So, yeah, there was a definitely, definitely a lot of change and our our people have been amazing. Though they love it and they've embraced it and yeah, it's working out really well. Was well, were there any um, other spaces like this out there that you looked at or that kind of was an influence on how this space was um, designed and laid out, or did you kind of run with it the way you wanted it to look? A lot of the, the Fusionsoft um, building was... Yeah, we really liked, we liked the Infusionsoft building. I think that from a real estate perspective, no. no there is absolutely estate. nothing like it now that I know of. Right. And at least here in our market area, so it was definitely different. Yeah, we actually have a um, the uh, mom dock across the way. We get people coming in every once in a while, and, you know, opening our door, and, and they say, well, "What is this place?" Right, <laughs> it's it, like a tech company. Right, right. so you're yeah. thinking it's going to be a little startup company that's yeah. you know in Silicon Valley, kind of um, bringing in a bunch of kids to get some stuff going. And no, it's it's a real estate office for good things happen. That's great. So uh, let's talk about the, my toughest question that I ask everybody that I've done uh, so far uh, on the real estate sessions is I'm going to make you give me one thing. Like what's one thing that realtors need to do to be better at what they do? And I'll let you each have that question. Yeah, it's just one thing. Uh, For me, I think it's, it's attaching yourself to the process and, and detaching yourself to the outcome. Uh, I think agents they they try so hard to find the next shiny ob next shiny object, which and, we are. Which, yeah, which <laughs> I guess we are the next shiny object. But, you know, if there's there's so many things in real estate that work, and if you if you can attach yourself to to a process of any any sort of prospecting, it's it's gonna it's gonna work for them. And detaching from the outcome, I love that phrase. You're basically saying you can't be driven by, I got something in escrow. You're driven yeah. by the process. And good things will happen from that if you stick to the process. Exactly. Yeah. But you find a lot of agents, especially maybe on the newer side, it's all about, oh, my gosh, where's my next you know, commission coming from? Exactly. You've got to get out of that mode as soon as you can. And when you do, wonderful things happen. That's right. cool. Kayla, how about you? Is it something? But Jason said it's absolutely absolutely key. You have to detach from that outcome and just attach to the process. Also, you have to have a good mind.
Because if you're telling yourself things like, I'm not successful, or this is hard, or I can't do this, or, you know, everybody's just a jerk to work with, that's what you're going to get more of. And so I, for me, it's just embracing, embracing a good mindset and making sure that um, when I communicate, it's, it's coming from, from me and not, not them. That makes sense. Yeah. And I, I have to give you a, a lot of uh, credit and kudos for your video work that you like to do to the, to the team, right? Because yeah. there, there are lots of little videos. Generally, Jason's driving, I hope, because you're, <laughs> yeah. you're moving in a vehicle. That's right. Leaving, an, a, leaving a nice, most of the time, yeah. leaving a nice inspirational message for the team, for the staff. And it mm -hmm. seems to me that, you know, your engagement with the, uh, with all of your agents, it just reaches a different level. Is that, am I, is that a yeah. safe, fair assessment and part of what your strategy is, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I just, you know, for me, I just started using Facebook a year ago and uh, started doing videos about six months ago. And it's made a huge difference in, in our growth. Awesome. Well, I can't thank you enough for taking, you know, a few minutes out of your day to, to join us here on the Real Estate Sessions. If people want to get in touch with you and ask you more about or come get a tour of the penthouse, what's the easiest way to reach you? Well, you want to give them our office phone number? The <laughs> easiest way to reach us our phone number 480-733-8500 or you can find us online you can find us at jk realty on facebook jkrealtyaz.com but also um real estate sauce which is our recruiting website excellent well i once again thank you so much for taking time here on episode six of the real estate sessions and uh, we're looking forward to greater and bigger things thanks thank thanks bill right, thanks a lot You've been listening to The Real Estate Sessions with Bill Risser of Chicago Title, Arizona. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and tell your friends about The Real Estate Sessions as new episodes are published weekly. Mm -hmm.